Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our VP of Operations, Amanda, and our wonderful guest. I'm so excited to invite you to meet Renee Cozy-Eric. Okay, I got it. Cozy-Eric. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about highly sensitive people and the unique challenges they face professionally and how they can feel more empowered for success. So this is going to be a great topic. And Renee is perfect to be our guest as we cover this today. She has extensive experience teaching conflict resolution and leadership at graduate and undergraduate levels. And she's taught law students at DePaul University Chicago School of Law and Loyola University Chicago School of Law. Renee has been published in the American Bar Association, The Young Lawyer, and she's raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for lung cancer research and awareness, which is amazing. So Renee, welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks, I'm so happy to be here. Well, we are thrilled to have you. And if you are joining us for the first time, wherever you get your podcasts, please go ahead and hit subscribe. And while you're at it, share the love and give us five stars for your review. Okay, let's get real um, right now, because this is such an incredible opportunity to talk to you, Renee. I mean, you have an amazing resume. And, you know, I know how you've decided to expand your law career, you know, and, and go outside to do leadership coaching. Can you tell us a little bit more about your decision uh, to, to do that and, and where you're at with that now? Yeah, so I loved studying law. I think it's fascinating. And I am, um, justice is one of my core values, actually, justice and fairness. So I loved the study of it, but pretty early on knew that the actual practice of it probably wasn't going to be for me, because maybe because I am a highly sensitive person, um, and I didn't have the support in place, uh, or know about my trait. So I but I also knew I was sort of a natural teacher and that teaching was always an avenue I wanted to go in. And I really looked up to my professors and the difference that they made in my life. And so I uh, started teaching um, pretty early after graduating law school and got some wonderful positions, including an opportunity to teach conflict resolution. Um, and all the while, I was always interested in personal growth and personal development and professional growth. And so I studied uh, leadership and, and gobbled up leadership books, studied with Jack Canfield and Tony Robbins and um, Barbara Sher became a success team leader for her. And so, you know, it was sort of natural then that I would go to leadership and I had a wonderful opportunity to do so. And so then I began teaching leadership and mentoring students and have had a really great career uh, doing that ever since. So. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I've been very lucky. I really have. Yeah. And you specifically want to help highly sensitive people with their leadership skills. Um, how do you define highly sensitive people and how can you spot them in the wild, so to speak? <laughs> Spotting them in the wild is a good question. And I'd love to say that I can um, spot them like that. But um but they're hard to spot, to be honest. Um, so I'll I'll tell you some spot maybe some things that we can use to help spot them. But to define it is also a little tricky. Um, a highly sensitive person has a personality trait that is innate, actually. It's biologically based. Um, about 15 to 20% of the population has it. And um, it's sort of like we're the canary in the coal mine, right? If you've ever heard that story. Have you heard that story before? Yeah. So we're the person that senses the danger 
before others sense it. We are finely attuned to subtle stimuli and we process so much information at one time that um, that our level of thinking, our depth of processing is really heightened. And in a way it's a survival strategy, right? Um, you can see that with the canary, right? And so for, um, so it's a wonderful superpower. It includes a depth of processing. It includes, um, we are emotionally receptive. We feel big. So um, we, you know, joy that I feel when my friend gets a promotion. I mean, I'm just, just as happy for her as I would be for myself, right? So lots of emotion. I cry um, at beautiful stories because it's amazing, right? So lots of emotion and also empathy for others, that emotional component, which is wonderful. But sometimes we have this like overwhelming feeling because all that stimuli, all those senses come at us. And especially if you give us one more thing on our plate, our nervous system gets just like frazzled. We can't take it. Um, and so we really do need some support and help to understand our trait and so on. We'll talk about that later. But um, but it is an innate trait and it can be a superpower. We need the canaries, you know. So how do you spot them in the wild? Well, I guess, you know, if you think about your friends and maybe even people you've worked with, you, you may have an instinct like oh, that person, they really did tear up all the time when they talked about their family or how grateful they were for something. Like maybe, you know, someone like that, that might be the highly sensitive person. Um, you may find that that person consistently when looking at a problem, looked at it from a thousand different angles that most people don't even consider. That might be a highly sensitive person. Um, Elaine Aaron, uh, her last name is spelled A-R-O-N. She's the pioneer and highly sensitive people. And she has a really quick quiz on her website. Um, if you just Google Elaine Aaron, you'll find that quick quiz. And it's about 20 questions related to the depth of processing and emotions. And, and probably if you have an instinct that someone is, especially if you're their leader or their friend, it's worth a discussion about it. They might not even know that this is a trait. Um, so spotting them in the wild, not easy, but I would say worth thinking about who they might be and how this knowledge could help them is really important. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a um, it's a term that I've only started hearing the last few years. I think I, I think I first heard about highly sensitive people maybe a couple of years ago, and we actually had a podcast guest I think six months ago who talked about it a little bit, and I kind of wondered like I wonder if I'm highly sensitive, and I know, I'm not really sure yet to be honest, but I I do identify with a lot of the traits that you mentioned. You want to say what makes you think you might be, or um, I don't know. I I feel like I've always been like very empathetic, and I feel like I get pretty emotional easily, especially like. You know, I can watch a commercial and start crying about it or listen to songs and they make me tear up a lot. So I'm, I'm not really sure, but yeah. I, I think some of the traits kind of speak to me. That's so awesome. If I, you know, sensitive, being a sensitive gets somewhat of a bad rap, I think. And mm -hmm. the truth is that it's a the kind of leader I want is someone that feels like if you don't feel, forget it. Right. And the yeah. fact that, you know. I feel great joy and I feel great sorrow at the things that are happening in this world. Darn it. Why else am I alive? You know, not to <laughs> underestimate anyone else's, you know, feelings or somebody that feels less, but, but I'm proud. I really am. I'm proud of my depth of emotion. I'm proud that I look at things through a thousand different angles. I think it's kind of cool, you know, and, um, and it, it really correlates with leadership too. So I would say take the quiz. And um, if you've, 
for me, I felt very alone, to be honest. I felt different. Um, and this helped me feel affirmed and um, stronger to know about this trait. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll take the quiz. And I think anyone listening, um, if you suspect you might be highly sensitive, take the quiz too. Oh, yeah. So what unique challenges do highly sensitive people face at work? Um, are these challenges internal or do colleagues contribute to them? And how can these obstacles affect their career trajectories? Such a good question. Um, one of the biggest things is this over-processing and this over-stimulation. So have you guys ever felt frazzled before? I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who hasn't? <laughs> Especially after the last year. I mean, oh, oh my God. Edge. <laughs> yeah. That feeling of frazzled comes more quickly to the highly sensitive person because they're mm -hmm. taking more. They're biologically actually, just like the canary, taking in more. So... Mm -hmm we have to be careful. What happens is we get extremely stressed and we can't be there for our families in the way we want. And then we start to question our career and we start to think, is this the right thing? And I can speak from personal experience. I've been there, right? And so um, we can, uh, we have to find a balance to it and to know that this is just a piece of us. It's what makes us great because we're super conscientious. We pay a lot of attention to detail, right? But we can get overstimulated, overwhelmed, and frazzled more quickly than the ordinary person. So that's definitely um, one of the big tricky pieces of it. Another one is that with the depth of information that we take on, it can become really hard to make a decision. So like I can see things from a thousand different angles and I forecast into the future and I think about, well, my experience impacted this. And that's the typical HSP thing. Like we think about all the different now, I want a leader that's going to do that, don't you? Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I really do. But as the leader, at some point, I got to say enough is enough. Or again, yeah. I'm just going to get, you know, I'm never going to make a decision. So we can have uh, difficulty with that aspect of it. So that's just a couple of the ways it can impact us. And I would say it's a personal, you need to personally work on it as an HSP. A highly sensitive person, but you also need support from those around you um, to help you uh, so that they're not giving you an undue burden, so that they're talking to you about timelines that work for you, so that they're not also criticism is hard to take when it's constant. We take it very personally because we care so much. We're very loyal and dedicated to the purpose of our work. And so, um, so yeah, so it, it's partially we need to work on ourselves and find support with, uh, around us as well. So does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, so this sort of can gives us an opportunity to pivot into um, the five-step process for empowering people that you develop that's, that is really focused on including highly sensitive people and women leaders, you know, more genuinely. And can you walk us through the, that five-step process? Yeah, so, you know, I, I always, um, I know five is a good number. So, it, it, you know, we, we really do want to take case by case, but with the highly sensitive person in particular um, and the highly sensitive person that wants to lead um, or be a change maker of some sort, um, I would say that it's super important to understand your trait, understand this biological trait and how it impacts you. Yeah. And I would say start by reading a little bit about Elaine Aaron or talking, you know, if you're 
there's there's information out there to be had. So educate yourself about the trait and how it impacts you positively for sure is important to read and negatively. And um, and then you can make adjustments. So it's that education is the first part. Um, the second part is get some support, um, you know, whether that is a trusted uh, peer that you work with or, you know, a parent, a cousin, a friend, people that know you, that love you, that will support you, that will help you, that will say, listen, not every, you don't need to take the weight of the world on your shoulders. When can you set your deadline and let go of this decision? You know, yeah. that can ask you some helpful questions. So support. Um, boundaries as well, um, deciding for yourself when you, um, what you're going to say no to, that you're going to, you know, make sure sometimes to say no at work so that you can have space to recharge and, you know, recharge your batteries basically. So boundaries and with boundaries, um, I have found these last two permission. One of them is permission and the other is prescription. And I don't mean prescription drugs. Um, I mean, (laughs) So um, that permission, if you know Brene Brown, do you guys know Brene Brown? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Vulnerability and Daring Greatly. And she uses permission slips and I love it. And I think they're especially valuable for a highly sensitive person who is also in a leadership role. Permission to stop. Permission to not take the weight of the world on our shoulders. Permission to take a break. Permission to say no. Permission to not carry someone else's emotions as our own. So lots of different ways you can give yourself permission. And I, I actually think writing them out can be really helpful. Um, you know, the, the other one is prescriptions. And this is a social prescription idea. And they actually do this a lot in England. Um, it, where you can go to somebody and they'll give you a prescription to maybe go to a yoga class for eight weeks or go join the gardening collective because doing that and being part of a community can help you um, so much with your, you know, your well-being. And so I, I sense a lot of us know that there are things like that that could actually help us quite a bit with our well-being and our success. And, um, what I found with HSPs is we start to question, is it too much money? Is it too much time? Should I, is it worth it? And so being thoughtful about providing some prescriptions for us, a prescription to take a two week vacation every year, for instance, is, a, is an example, but a prescription to you know go to a yoga class once a week, um, or you don't wanna make this overwhelming. That's the thing, yeah. it's super easy to get overwhelmed. But if you're very thoughtful and you use your support team, to help you craft one or two thoughtful prescriptions that are something that you need to take, like you take a pill. And I think that that's really helpful to, you know, live a, a better life and be more successful as a leader as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like that, um, the idea of making a prescription, because I feel like it can be so easy to just um, not take care of yourself and say, oh, I don't have time for that, or kind of feel guilty taking time out to do these things that are that are good for you. So I think maybe turning around to it into a different perspective actually can be very helpful for a lot of people. Oh, well said. Yep. Yeah. 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 So how has this five step process helped you and maybe the people that you've worked with? What are its long term benefits? Yeah. So, I mean, each one has its own layer of, of assistance. I, I over and over and over again hear from highly sensitive people once I discovered that this was my trait and educated myself about it and that it's biological, 
I felt instantly more empowered, stronger, more confident, and, and proud. And I think that's just key. So I, that's been true for me and over and over and over again for our leaders, HSPs, who particularly want to be leaders. Um, so I think the education really speaks for itself. Um, the uh, support is, I mean, we all just kind of sort of intuitively know, but it, it's not just, you know, my, my husband's a great support, but when I can really, when I did really share with him the details about this is an innate trait, you know, me th- overthinking is, is my biological way of protecting others in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Just like the query. Yeah. And so, and he said, wow, you know, th- that's, that's fascinating. It's, that's really something. And, and it helps me be, um, stand more confidently and with greater pride in, in who I am, you know, not, not in arrogance and humility, but, but also with pride. Um, and so the support I think is key. If you find and share with the right people. Um, and I've seen it be so successful to bring the HSP into a place of balance so that they can then, you know, know how to set the limits for themselves. And that support person can say, listen, you're on overdrive. You got to take a break. And and they can say it lovingly and with empathy, then, then, then we'll do it. You know, oh yes, you're right. You're right. And so it's not a criticism. It's a, so the support is really important. We will get lost otherwise, to be honest. I do get lost in in all the world of to-dos and I don't even realize how overwhelmed I am by all the stimuli I'm taking in. So, and I see that with people time and time and time again. So the support helps me and helps them balance. And then um, the boundaries, permission, prescription, the same thing. I have seen it um, be the, the boundaries are just imperative. You need your support sometimes to tell you, you got you to gotta keep your boundaries. But the permissions and prescriptions, when really the permission helps you keep your boundaries and, and um, the prescription is another tool to help you um, prioritize and, and make sure that you set your values correctly. And I've seen it work um, so much so, like I said, that it's, you know, it's funded, it's government funded, this idea of social prescriptions in some um, regions of the world. So, yeah. No, absolutely. I think that, you know, it's so important to be able to, this is applies to everyone because you need to be that whole person. And uh, you definitely, you don't owe anybody that yes, you know, you need to set, be able to say no gracefully um, and know when to say no. I mean, when your bandwidth is being pushed too hard, um, give yourself, you know, as you said, permission to say no, um, and all the other things. So this is really great advice. I mean, not just for highly sensitive people, but for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but what you know, if you're really looking at the HSPs, as we're calling them, you know, in the workplace, what's that? What's that final piece of advice that they can take today and just start, you know, run with it this afternoon? Well, I want the HSPs in the workplace and their bosses to know that you can be the best leaders, the leaders that our world just needs, um, really. And maybe I could read to you one quick thing, if that's okay. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. It's a list, and and I just think it's so interesting. So, um, So this person 
is intuitive and insightful, compassionate, more empathetic. They know how to make other people feel comfortable and safe. They're a good listener. They see many angles. They're a good problem solver. They prepare so well and they generate good ideas. They notice subtleties and they can read people well because of it. They're more in tune with other people. They feel positive emotions more than others. They're more creative. They feel more love, more passion. They're more conscientious. And what do you think when you hear all those adjectives described? What do you think that, I mean, how would that kind of leader sound to you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, it's like we're, we're lucky enough right now that we're sort of living that <laughs> finally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, can really, you can really set the whole direction for an entire organization. Um, certainly, you know, within, you know, your family unit, within a community. Um, for a country. So um, to me yeah. that 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 um, leading with that type of, um, you know, compassion and care um, is so important. Uh, so everything you said is just sort of like, yeah, well, who wouldn't want to either work in an organization that valued all those things, that that was the environment and culture they created um, to work for somebody who is like that, um, be a part of that within your community. Um, it's pretty amazing. I that's my two yeah. bits. And that's yeah. not a list of like leadership traits that I found in a book. That's a list of highly sensitive person traits. Yeah. So, but when I think about leadership, which is what I've been studying for years and years, that's what everybody says they want, you know? So if you're the HSP, like you can be a great leader if you have the right tools yeah. and you probably already are, but maybe you're you're unbalanced or, or maybe not. If you're not I'm doing great, amazing. But if you are a leader of others and you're not an HSP yourself, certainly you're pro you could be amazing. And we have tremendous leaders that are not HSPs, but don't neglect the HSPs around you because they may be taking more time to think through different angles before they offer their opinion or voice. Um, don't neglect them. They have potential to be amazing leaders. So that's kind of uh, a super important um, shift that I'd like to see happen with HSPs that they claim their their leadership and they're given leadership opportunities as well. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Oh yeah. think <laughs> oh sorry, Ben. <laughs> I was saying the same thing. I I fully agree with with what you're saying. I think that sounds um I th I think that HSP should be valued because they sound like they bring a lot of value to uh to the world. Yeah. Well, well as everyone does. So, I mean, I think this has been a, such an amazing conversation, Renee. And I know that um, our audience, they're going to, whether they're HSPs or not, are going to want to find out more about you so that they can feel more empowered in their careers. Um, so how can our listeners find out about you? Well, I, um, my, you can go to my website, which is my name, ReneeKozierik.com and find out more about me and how, um, and I'd be happy to direct you, you know, I'm a professor, it's my goal to help people. So um, I'd be happy to direct you to more information and share um, supports with you. And um, I offer coaching and some um, additional tools as well, personally. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. So you can find me there as well. All right. Well, we'll be sure to include both those links along with the link to the quiz that we've been talking about um, during the show. 
and uh, Renee and Amanda. This has been such an informative discussion. And I know for our audience out there, if you have ideas that you'd like to share, please leave us a comment. Um, we really do want to hear from you. Um, and if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And of course, of course, to stay current on all of the amazing resources and advantages and these shows like the one we had today with Renee and Amanda, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And Renee, uh, Amanda, thank you so much for joining and this very important conversation. It's just been amazing. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun.